says the luscious slew and I listen to, I listen the, comics to comics. the comic syndicate. If you love comics, you'll be wet. Listen to listen the, the comic syndicate. If movies make you contemplate, just science will accommodate. Twitter for communication at comic syndicate one. I was Johnny in a sea of podcasts, and then I found the one I need at long last. Book reviews, the news, sex facts. It's more than any man can ask for. The Comic Syndicate Podcast. Ooh, the Comic Syndicate Podcast. Ooh, the Comic Syndicate Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Comic Syndicate Welcome to a special presentation of Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm your host, Josiah Sat for the villain on Twitter at comic underscore syndicate on Instagram. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes podcast. Uh, I have not pulled out one of these in a long time. So just to get, keep you guys up to date, uh, these episodes of Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes are completely different than my other podcasts. Uh, I break down one specific topic, conversation piece, and give you guys facts about it. I do homework about said topic and I give my personal thoughts, opinions on it, personal experiences, and think of this more as water cooler talk. Just bullshit you guys can talk to any random person about in any given scenario. I'm going to give you facts about uh, set topic, like I said, and um, just roll through those. The Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes podcasts are very cool because you can listen to them in any sequential order. I know there were two parters to several of them. I think the writing one and uh, the O oh, ship one, nautical one, which was interesting. Sometimes I go down such a rabbit hole where I do so much homework and I read so much and I'm able to pull so much information that – it requires a second part, but even those second parters, you can listen to in any order still, which is very cool about these shows. So now that you guys are caught up, let me give you a brief story real quick on this particular topic, and then you guys can tell me how you guys feel about this. Okay, so this one, this particular topic is about fucking cussing, dude. Straight up, no bullshit, dude. I, I know I curse like a sailor. I know I use uh, terrible fucking language uh, and in front of people and, and talking the way I do in front of people. This is some bullshit. Like old people will look at me like, you know what? This is some bullshit, right? Yes, sir. It is some fucking bullshit, old lady. Uh, whatever the case might be. Uh, even in front of my nephews and nieces, I know I am a terrible role model. Like I, I'm a great role model, but as far as don't talk like me, guys. I know I get the eye from my mom and even my sister and even girlfriends and ex-girlfriends always looked at me like, you shouldn't be talking like that. That's the thing I've always gotten in my life. I curse like a sailor. I use descriptive words, mainly the fuck a lot. <laughs> but uh, the way I describe things, uh, that's fucking sick. That's fucking dope. Uh, unnecessary, yes. But it's a part of my lexicon, the, the way I speak. And the way I speak about things. Now, I don't do it to be offensive to people. And if people get offended, uh, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Sorry, my bad. But fuck it still. Uh, so that's that's my personal thoughts and opinions. I don't mind when people are descriptive in, in that way either. Uh, I don't do it. 
oh my gosh, I I don't do it just to do it, if that makes sense. I almost said fucking sense. If that makes sense, though. Uh, like, I, I don't go out of my way to have to curse all the time. They're just, again, descriptive words I use in, in my verbiage, in my day-to-day, for whatever I'm doing. Uh, even at the office, the way I would talk sometimes would come out and not not saying I don't think before I talk, but like I just spit it out all the time. I'm a fast talker. I'm a fast thinker. So it comes out that way. And people at, at the office would be when I was in the office would, would say, that's what I like about you, dude, is you cut straight to the fucking chase and you don't bullshit around. And that I respect. So uh, it, it's refreshing to some people to, uh, and, and probably offensive. I mean, it is offensive to, to people as well, mainly my my family. And um, yeah, so that's my those are <laughs> that's how I am. That like that's straight up how I am. How do you guys feel about it? Are you guys proper all the time? I know I'm not. And this was an article I came across a while back, and I'm like, okay, let's let's just save this one for a rainy day. <laughs> Uh, I have another Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes podcast in the bank already that is dark. Like, it's dark, it's dark straight up. Um, this was the piggy, not a piggyback show. These are the episodes that I drop when Josias has not done enough homework or reading or writing for the comic syndicate. So let's just toss something out into the world, which is still something I love doing. And that way you guys have something to listen to this week. These are always normally going to be short episodes unless I have a lot of reading to do, a lot of information to give you guys so you guys can create your own thoughts and opinions on whatever said topic is. Now, I don't know what the hell I'm going to call this episode. Um, I don't know. We'll, We'll figure it out. So the topic I'm going to read and the article I'm going to read, Why Swearing is a Sign of Intelligence, Helps Manage Pain, and More. Polite society considers swearing to be a vulgar sign of low intelligence and education. For why would one rely on rude language when blessed with a rich vocabulary? That perception, as it turns out, is full of baloney. In fact, swearing may be a sign of verbal superiority, studies have shown, and may provide other possible rewards as well. Uh, quote, the advantages of swearing are many, said Timothy J., professor uh, emeritus of psychology at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, who has studied swearing for more than 40 years. Shit, I should become this fucking dude. Number one, cursing may be a sign of intelligence. Well-educated people with plenty of words at their disposal, a 2015 study found, were better at coming up with curse words than those who were less verbally fluent. Participants were asked to list, list as many words that start with an F, an A, or S in one minute. Oh my god, I can destroy on this fucking test already. Another minute was devoted to coming up with a, with curse words that start with those three letters. The study found those who came up with the most F, A, and S words also produced the most swear words. That's a sign of intelligence. To the degree that language is correlated with intelligence, said Jay, who authored the study. People that are good at language are good at generating a swearing vocabulary. Swearing can also be associated with social intelligence, Jay added. Having the strategies to know where and when it's appropriate to swear and when it's not, Jay said. This is a social cognitive skill, like picking the the right clothes for the right occasion. That's a pretty sophisticated social tool. 
Number two, swearing may be a sign of honesty. You know what? I happen to think I'm the most fucking honest person in the fucking world. Probably too honest in my opinion because I fucking hurt people's feelings a lot because people don't like honesty. (laughs) Go fucking figure, right? Uh, As a kid, you hear honesty is the best policy and that's the biggest load of bullshit in the world because people hate honest people. When when you're honest, you get in trouble for it. No offense. Those are my personal experiences. Experiences straight up and feelings about the topic. How do you guys feel about my thoughts right there on that one? Okay, so uh, okay, when you're honesty, when you're honestly expressing your emotions with powerful words, then you're going to come across as more honest," said Jay, who was not involved in the studies. While a higher rate of profanity use was associated with more honesty, the study authors cautioned that. The findings should not be interpreted to mean that the more a person uses profanity, the less likely he or she would engage in more serious, unethical, or immoral behaviors. Number three, profanity improves pain tolerance. Want to push through that workout? Uh, Go ahead and drop an F-bomb. Um, I was riding my mountain bike, oh my god, last year. I mean, it's been a long time since I've ridden my, my mountain bike, and we have a lot of hills. I live in Lake Forest, and there's a lot of hills. So, um, I, I'm writing and I tell myself out loud, out loud, Josiah, stop being a pussy. You got this. Keep on fucking going. You fucking got this. Don't be a pussy. So I'm saying this to myself, but when you guys are working out, do you guys ever do do these things? One more, one more fucking lap, one more fuck, whatever it is. Do you guys do this? (laughs) <laughs> and that's the next thing coming up. People on bikes who swore while pedaling against the resistance. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, pedaling against the resistance had more power and strength than people who used quote unquote neutral words. Studies have shown. Research also found that people who cursed while squeezing a hand vice were able to squeeze harder and longer. Spouting obscenities doesn't just help your endurance. If you pinch your finger in the car door, you may well less. Uh, I'm sorry, feel will feel less pain if you say shit instead of shoot. People who cursed as they plunged their hand into icy water, another another study found, felt less pain and were able to keep their hands in the water longer than those who said a neutral word. The headline message is that swearing helps you cope with the pain, said lead author and psychologist Richard Stevens in an earlier CNN interview. Stevens is a senior lecturer at Keele University in Staffordshire, um, I'm sorry, Staffordshire, England, while he leads the Psychological Research Laboratory. Stevens said it works like this. Cussing produces a stress response that initiates the body's ancient defense reflex. A flush of adrenaline increases heart rate and breathing, prepping muscles for fight or flight. Simultaneously, there is another psychological reaction called an analgesic analgesic response, sorry about that, guys, which makes the body more impervious to pain. That would make evolutionary sense because you're going to be a better fighter and better runner if you're not being slowed down by concerns about pain, Stevens said. So it seems like by swearing, you're triggering an emotional response in yourself, which triggers a mild stress response, which carries with it a stress-induced reduction of pain. Careful, however, the next time you decide to extend your workout by swearing. Curse words lose their power over pain when they are used too much, research also discovered. Some of us get more out of swearing than others. Take people who are more afraid of pain called uh, catastrophizers. Ooh. 
Catastrophizer, Stevens explained, is someone who might have a tiny wound and think, oh, this is life threatening. <laughs> this is life threatening. I'm sorry, that was just funny to me. Oh, this is life threatening. I'm going to get gangrene. I'm going to die. That's just funny to me. Like, how do we know? Do we know any pussies like that in the world? And I know, you know, there are certain people, you know, that that have those responses. Uh, I'm from a different generation, though, and I don't know. how. Is it a generational thing? Do you think? Maybe, guys? Maybe it is. All right. Now I'm going to continue on reading here. Uh, the research found men who were lower catastrophizers seem to get a benefit from swearing, whereas men who were higher catastrophizers didn't. Steven said, fuck me, this word's killing me. Whereas with women, uh, there wasn't any difference. Number four, cussing is a sign of creativity. Swearing appears to be centered in the right side of the brain, that part of people called the creative brain. We do know patients who have strokes on their right side tend to become less emotional, less able to understand and tell jokes, and they tend to just stop swearing, even if they swore quite a lot before, said Emma Byrne, author of Swearing is Good for You. Research on swearing dates back to Victorian times when physicians discovered that patients who lost their ability to speak could still curse. They swore incredibly fluent. Byrne said, childhood reprimands swear words and terms of endearment. Words with strong emotional content, content learned early on tend to be preserved in the brain, even when all the rest of our language is lost. Interesting, huh? I feel that I am a creative. Um, I'm a creative person. I believe I am. Um, I'm a writer. Uh, I, I have a lot of writings I need to complete, scripts and, you know, kids' books, shit like that. Uh, and, and even doing the podcast, I feel like I am a creative. So interesting on that one. Number five, throw in expletives instead of punches. Why do we choose to swear? Perhaps because profan profanity provides an evolutionary advantage that can protect us from physical harm, Jay said. A dog or a cat will scratch you, bite you when they're scared or angry, he said. Swearing allows us to express our emotions symbolically without doing it tooth and nail. In other words, I can give somebody the finger or say, fuck you across the street. I don't have to get up in their face. Uh, cursing then becomes a remote form of aggression, Jay said, offering the chance to express feelings quickly while hopefully avoiding repercussions. That's an interesting uh, topic or uh fact the purpose of swearing is to vent my emotion and there's an advantage in it that allows me to cope he said and then it communicates very readily to bystanders uh, what my emotional state is it has the advantage of emotional efficiency it's very quick and clear huh when i get in arguments i'm very descriptive probably more so in my day-to-day -day. um i say if i say fuck a lot like i, I work remotely from home my office job you guys don't know how many fucks go down a day. Um, so interesting. Um, okay, continuing on. A universal language. Uh, what makes the use of naughty words so powerful? The power of the taboo, of, of course. Uh, that reality is universally recognized. Just about every language in the world contains curse words. It seems that as soon as you have a taboo word and that emotional insight that the world is going to cause discomfort for the people, for other people, the rest seems to follow naturally, Byrne said. It's not just people who swear. Even primates curse when given the chance. Chimpanzees in the wild tend to use their excrement as a social signal, one that de that's designed to keep people away, Byrne said. 
Hand-raised chimps who were potty trained learned sign language for poo so they could tell their handlers that they needed the toilet. Interesting. As soon as they learned the poo sign, they began using it like we do, like we do the word shit, Burns said. Cursing is just a way of expressing your feelings that doesn't involve throwing actual shit. You just throw the idea of shit around. <laughs> I just like the way it's there. That's written. Does that mean that we should curse whenever we feel like it? Uh, regardless of our environment or the feelings of others. Of course not. But at least you can cut yourself some slack the next time you inadvertently let an F-bomb slip out. After all, you're just being human. How do you guys feel about this? Um, do you guys feel you guys curse words in your day-to-day lives? And fuck it, when do you use curse words? Like, um, when I'm working out, obviously, when I hurt myself, mother fucker that hurt um when you're walking around and late at night and people are crashed out and you bang your foot <laughs> hardly on you know your bed you're you're like and you just have to silently say and you know it hurts like a mother uh how do you guys use it and if you guys don't uh whew, i don't want to say etiquette but in a weird way it is etiquette to not curse too, though, and to not, to not be vulgar, it is etiquette. And I believe my etiquette is, like, I have great etiquette and etiquette skills. But I curse like a fucking sailor. I want to know from you guys, the audience. If any of you guys just don't curse at all, hit me up and let me know. Like, I've never used a curse word. And if I do, it's every blue moon. I want to hear from you. If you guys curse just when working out, let me know. If you guys curse just when you guys hurt yourselves, let me know. And if you guys curse like a fucking sailor, let me know. Um, yeah, so those are my personal experiences. Again, I use them probably more than I should. Like, okay, um, I don't have a lot of <laughs> social interaction. That sounds so sad. I work my office job and I don't see a lot of people. I, I have meetings and I'm, I'm able, you know, to talk to my team, which is great. And at the office, I don't like cussing in front of fucking people. When I was in office, I, shit would slip out a lot. Like that's just the Josiahs in me. Um, so I don't curse a lot, even though I did, did say a lot of fucks go down at the office. At least 10 a day. That's not bad for the office. You know what? That's bullshit. Uh, five to 10 times. Not bad. Not bad at all. When I go to the second job, when I go to the restaurant, um, what, <laughs> the brothers I work with only speak Spanish. So it sucks because they're learning English. <laughs> it's funny now saying it out loud. These guys are learning English from me. And the one thing <laughs> they say the most now to me is Joe. Oh, God. Joe, that's bullshit. I'm like, fucking A, right? So if someone fucks up or if we get fucked, what's up, Albert? This is some bullshit. No fucking shit, man. We're fucked tonight. Uh, and working in a restaurant anyways. Like, it is a different beast. It's a different kind of animal. Um, I stopped smoking cigarettes proper for, for two years, dude, working in the restaurant. And even working in the kitchen it is, again, a different type of beast where I am... Smoking, again, like I will buy packs of cigarettes. I don't smoke as much as I do like a, a pack of cigarettes used to last me a week, which was not a terrible smoker. 
and work in the restaurant now, a pack of cigarettes will get me through a month. So I don't smoke a lot. It's just those extremely busy and stressful fucking nights where the servers are bitching at you because other servers are fucking you over by taking your fucking food. That's not on us. It's like, where's my food? Motherfucker, I put it up there, dick. Like, that's not my fault you fucked up. So even in saying that and recollecting that and shooting that to you guys, letting you guys know this world back there, that shit goes down a lot. Um, so I'm probably cursing more in the kitchen. Not because, but fuck me because. Uh, it's an interesting world. It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy fucking world back there. I love it, and I hate it at the same time, but I love it, dude, and my coworkers are dope. And again, telling you guys a story about my, the brothers that are extremely fucking awesome, and they're, you know, I'm able to brush up on my Spanish that I haven't used in the longest time. So I, I'm speaking Spanish more, which is great for me because I, I need the practice. And it's great for me. Anyway, so this is some bullshit, Joe. It's just fucking funny to me. Um, interesting. So what experiences do you guys have with this? Do you guys get offended? And you know what? Please tell me, like, oh, God damn it. Josias is going through one of his rants again. And it's not a rant. Just give him a reason to curse his ass off. And that's not what it is at all. I came across this article and I thought it was funny. Like, I don't know still what... Yeah, I don't know if I've dropped the other uh, article or topic piece I found for Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, which is fucking dark. And if I've dropped it already, it's fucking dark. Uh, this is more lighthearted and fun and funny, but it's a... Again, water cooler talk, and it's not meant to be taken serious. Some of these are, and some of these aren't. That's the cool thing about these deep dives and rabbit holes. Um, depending on which one I drop first, uh, the other topic is dark as hell. The other article I have besides this, I thought this was the funny one. The other one is more like, hmm, that's interesting. But this one's also, hmm, that's interesting. So that's, again, the cool thing about deep dives and rabbit holes. They're not long listens, and yeah, dude, if you guys liked it, share the podcast. Um, always find the bunny rabbit, the deep dives and rabbit holes, uh, just looking at it. You guys will know what it is, and um, if you guys don't know what it is, that's it, man. That's That was the deep dives and rabbit holes. I will catch you guys next week. Actually, share the podcast. Um, share this one more than others. Give me your thoughts and opinions on this i don't mind any social media i'm at for the villain on twitter at comic underscore syndicate on instagram yeah that's all i got i'll catch you guys next week peace out